Kia ora, I'm Johnny Blades. You're with the House. This is the last sitting week of the 53rd Parliament, and fittingly for such a busy term, there's a fairly packed schedule of government business for the next few days. Things will wind up on Thursday with the debate over the adjournment of Parliament, and a look at what changes to Parliament's rules will stem from the regular report of the Standing Orders Committee. But first, the government goes into urgency again to progress some bills before the House rises for the general election. The government's leader of the House, Grant Robinson, has this rundown. We've still got a range of bills that we want to get either through uh, first reading so that they can head off to select committee and the process can begin while politicians are out campaigning. The the work of getting submissions in and so on can start. Plus uh, a couple of bits of legislation that we want to finish off. Uh, and then we've got a member's day on Wednesday. I haven't had one of those for a while. Uh, and then the, the final um, adjournment debate on Thursday. Just looking at it broadly, the, the last three weeks have been extra busy. I mean, you've got a lot a lot of legislation that's gone through in this last year or so? Oh, look, I think it's been a busy three years, but obviously there's been a couple of major reform programmes that have been building up to their final legislative moments, particularly the repeal of the Resource Management Act and its replacement and the affordable water reforms. So they were two things that we had committed ourselves to making sure we got through, and they featured large in the last couple of weeks. But a number of other pieces of work that have been sitting around that have gone through select committees, and we just needed extra time to get them through. We haven't used urgency for the most part for skipping out the select committee stage, you know, as much as possible we keep that in. But then once we get to second reading, committee of the whole and third reading, we have tried to move a few bills through. Now, one of the bills uh, on the order paper is the uh, electoral lowering voting age for local elections and polls legislation bill. Can you just confirm what this is about? Because there is a bit of some political figures have maybe mischaracterised this uh, bill. Yeah, so this is the first reading, so it's off to select committee after this where the public will be able to have their say. That's the first thing to note. But this is a bill about local government elections and the next local government elections being potentially held with 16-year-olds being eligible to vote. Just local government, not central government elections, not for this election, as some people seem to be suggesting. And an important opportunity for New Zealanders to have their say on this as to whether they think this is a good idea or not. So I imagine there'll be a lot of submissions, and as the next parliament gets into its work, it'll be able to work through how it feels about the bill. This in part relates to the item that will be before it on the order paper, which is the report of the Justice Committee on the declaration of inconsistency uh, on the voting age. This is uh, as a result of court cases that have come through and the government is obliged to respond to this and that response will occur in the report and then the bill really flows on from there. If we were to be amending the uh, the voting age for general elections, that would require a 75% majority of the House as well. So that's another thing to note, is a barrier towards making very rapid progress on that issue. Not that we're actually making any progress on it. No. And later in the week, the last day, there'll be, among other things, a debate over a motion to adjourn Parliament and also about the Standing Orders uh, report findings. That's quite interesting stuff to wrap up with. 
Yeah, look, it's traditional to handle those two things together. Um, so the Standing Orders Committee has been working through a series of proposed changes for how Parliament runs itself, essentially. Um, a review's been done, it's been comprehensive. We need to come to a fair degree of consensus in order to take things forward. So lots of ideas have been put up and, and that report will be debated uh, by the House. And then as is always done at the end of a parliamentary or at the end of a year, we have a adjournment debate which effectively you know, says Parliament's not going to sit again until a particular time. In election years, uh, that generally, when there isn't a sitting next week, Parliament will dissolve itself uh, in early September, and so we don't have to put a date on when we're coming back. That'll be dependent on the election result. But it's an opportunity for everyone to recap the year and get ready to get out on the hustings. So it can be quite a political sort of flavour? It's a very political debate generally. Um, people usually take the opportunity to thank um, those who help us do our job in, in Parliament, um, note um, you know, what we've achieved over the term and you know, the leaders of the parties generally have a, have a fair go at um, you know, setting themselves up and obviously the fact that we're all heading out rather than going off to Christmas as we would do in a non-election year, we're all heading out onto the election campaign trail. So there's an inevitability that there'll be a political debate. When it comes to the debate on the standing orders report, is that already being nutted out at the committee level? Yes, it has, because you know we need to make sure when it comes to Parliament that when we're making changes in the rules for how Parliament runs itself, that there's consensus on that. And so it's been a, a pretty drawn-out process for the members of the Standing Orders Committee and, and what comes forward as a report has to be the broad agreement of that committee. Nothing too uh, radical happening? No, no. I mean, it's an attempt. Um, obviously, I'm not going to pre. I won't preempt the report until it's finalised. But it is an attempt to make um, Parliament's processes more efficient, but also make sure that we're using the parliamentary processes to to do the job of Parliament to hold the executive to account. Um, and so you'll see an attempt there by the Standing Orders Committee to to get the balance of that right. That's Grant Robertson, the government's leader of the House. And you've been listening to The House, a programme made possible with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk. Matewa 